best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. Oh, sweet Jen. Surprise! Surprise! What about sweet Jen? She messaged me Wednesday night and just wished me luck. Oh. It was very, very sweet. That's a that's a good friend right Actually, there. Actually, no. It was Thursday morning. Like, first oh. thing in the morning. Okay. She was thinking of me. And Jennifer, I love you. But it gave me such a chuckle because she said, sorry to be, like, so weird and stuff so early in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, no, be weird all of the time. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. That's our friend. That is our friend. Not surprising how great she is. Correct. That's Jake. And that's Melissa. And this is is best best friend, (laughs) y'all. Yup. Yeah. (laughs) What is the worst backhanded compliment you could give someone? Jacob called me a smoke show. Oh, shit. Now, granted, obviously, you didn't mean for that to be a backhanded compliment. I indeed did not. I just found out like 30 minutes ago what that actually means. I thought it was like, you know, people say like, oh, yeah, she's so hot or he's so hot or they're so hot. And I've never understood that. Like, what does temperature have to do with it? I don't understand and then with smoke show, I heard somebody say smoke show once and I was like, oh yeah, that's, that must be like, you're really hot. Like you're on fire. You're smoke show. But Melissa. Oh, well, interesting. So I was just looking it up and this article says, is smoke show a compliment or insult? Mm-hmm. Before you say what the article says, will you tell our sweet listeners what you told me smoke show means because the way you described it was so i in my understanding of smoke show it was that when you you know get all gussied up and whatnot you're a smoke show because nobody really believes that's what you look like because on a normal day you're just a fugly duckling and (laughs) so that's what i've always thought smoke show meant was like, yeah, you look real good right now. It's a smoke show. Like a magician's trick. Yes. But apparently. Apparently? Apparently. Apparently I went on this roller coaster. And apparently <laughs> I've never been on one. And apparently. <laughs> um, but there are conflicting remarks on here. Um, so. You know, Urban Dictionary does say it's an insanely gorgeous, sexy woman who exudes attractiveness. And that person likes to write with redundancies. Yeah. Well, it's Urban Dictionary, boo. Like, you know, you're not going to get Standards are low. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and now the idiom. Okay. Okay. So maybe you're right and I'm wrong. I'm just not going to say it anymore. Yeah, fucking ditto, dude. <laughs> now I'm thoroughly confused, which is not unnormal for me. <laughs> My brain is a smoke show. Hey. 
Um, so backhanded compliment. Uh, usually it's for like when somebody who's listened to me in my broadcasting career. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You're, you're prettier than, you know, like most radio people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or a lot of times it'd be like, oh, I thought you'd be taller and like blonde. Okay. I've heard so many people say that to you. Why? Like, you it's your voice. Like, wh- mm-hmm. why are you ascribing tall blondness to a voice on the radio? It's whatever they feel like. Uh, somebody who sounds hella hot, who's a vocal smoke show, should look like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I can't really. Uh, yeah. No, also, I, that like, makes sense. I try to not remember shitty things that people say to me, you know, so I feel like trying to recall a backhanded compliment would not be great. Also, remember. what would be the backhanded compliment that you gave someone else? It's a good thing you're pretty. I say that a lot to people. You said that to me like 10 times last weekend. I know, because it's funny. <laughs> it's, it oh, is a good thing it's I'm a pretty. It's a good thing you're pretty. <laughs> I'm really smart in one area <laughs> and completely useless everywhere else. I am just a doe, a fawn, rather, lumbering around a field, bumping into trees. Where am I? <laughs> Mama? Mama. Or like, you know, some people say, oh, you're not nearly as dumb as you look. Oh, you know. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Oh, there's. I'm sure we could find a whole bunch of real good ones on the interwebs. Can we just do a whole episode of that? You, oh no, that's not friendship. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot that's kind of our thing. Hey, what makes you feel old? Oh my God. Living. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sit down, trying to stand up, trying to get out of bed, trying to get into bed. Uh, no, seriously though. Going out to the bars. Oh. Makes me feel old. I guess I don't. I mean, sometimes there will be a bunch of youths, mm-hmm. but at our bar, I feel like that's not something we encounter too often. True. And when it, we do encounter that, it's like unusual. Yes, because usually they become so over overcome by There's old a bunch people. of old people. Yeah, so they peace out real fucking quick. <laughs> Oh. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yep. We don't want any of their nonsense Hell here. Hell no. Uh, this actually happened this week at work where, like I've told you guys the story before of a client saying to me something along the lines of, oh my God, you were in high school during the like the early aughts. I wish I had been born back then. I would mm. just love the emo scene look. I'm like, oh my God. That's what we used to say about the 80s right um but realizing that i could not only be some of my clients father Mm -hmm. but like if they really started young i could potentially be the grandparent to their infant that makes me feel hella old yes and i'm not even close to 40 yet i mean Closer than I've ever been, mm-hmm. but still farther away than I'll ever be. That was dumb. Well, <laughs> it's not untrue. 
I'm so delighted to be back here with you. Oh my gosh, ditto! Oh, apparently I am on a worst kick today. Oh, I don't like that, Todd. I'm going to read this and you can decide if you want to answer it or not. All right. Give me a new card. Let's read it to me. What is the worst name you could give your child? Donald Trump. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) mistake. (laughs) Failed abortion. I don't know. Like the worst name that I could give my child. Uh, fuckhead. You know, like like we're. It's been clearly established. You shall not be reproducing. Oh yeah, no, no, no. So probably like the name, like if it were. It would be like the name of my abusive stepfather. Oof. That's, that would be one. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that is some generational trauma by name. Yeah. Not only epigenetics, Mm -hmm. but by name. Anyway, let's quickly move on from that one because I don't like that question. Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) I almost bit my wine on my microphone. (laughs) Okay, your question, sir. (laughs) You have $20 to spend. What store do you go to and what do you buy? Hot topic. Nose rings. Dude, fair. And magnets. That's it. That's all you get. You get one magnet and a set of six nose rings. That's your 20 bucks, my dude. Are hot topics even still open? Is that even still a thing? Yeah. There's one in the town that's kind of close to us. There is? Yeah. In the mall. Oh my God. No, we can go. Can we please? Yeah. I bet it's nothing like it was God, 20 years ago. I haven't been ago. to the mall in a very long time. Me either. It's that going to the mall makes me feel old. Yeah, because that's not a thing anymore. No, God, but it so was. Where there was like a little mini arcade. There's always food places. Maybe your friend had a job there. Or if not, like if right, you were so all just too young. Out. Oh, and, you know, like, when you were done hanging out at the mall, you would use the payphone in the entryway to call to have your parents come get you. That's right. Carry your change because you're going to have to call your mom or your pa via a payphone. That was never my experience. No? No, because I lived, like, an hour away from the closest mall. Mm. I lived in such a small town in high school that that was... We would only go hang out in the mall once we turned 16, and then we were not going to the mall. We were going and drinking and doing drugs with adults that had no business hanging out with 16-year-olds. So, nose rings and a magnet. (laughs) Nose rings and a magnet. I'd go to a thrift store. Honestly, I would not go to a Hot Topic. I would totally go to a thrift store and buy all of the cool random oddities. Hell yeah. Also, Hot Topics are really obnoxiously loud. That makes me feel old. <laughs> oh, no. They're so loud. Like, you know, when you walk in and like the, the clerk is like, hey, can I help you? What? Because it's just, why are I'm so angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Music playing. <laughs> oh, I hate even imagining this. Oh, it's so loud. It's so loud. Don't you remember? Yeah. So loud. I remember um, Hollister being louder. I mean, like, dark. And dark and creepy. And expensive. I always, 
is so expensive. I always hated going into Hollister. I, I think always... that's why I went to stores like Hot Topic and whatever the other stores were like that. Yeah. The, like the alternative stores. Mm-hmm. Because like, fuck Hollister. This is creepy. I feel like I'm going to get molested. Dude, no doubt. I went into one Hollister once and I was like, okay, never again. Also, apparently they used to pay whatever like employees that would stand out front like the really super hot ones Mm -hmm. they would pay them more just for being hot i remember that wasn't there like a lawsuit or something about that like 15 years ago yeah okay we need to stop talking about the early aughts because I... Paxson. Paxson. Do you remember they oh had like... God. It was like a little perfume. Yep. It started with like an L. It had like a little lilac colored flower mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. It always smelled like that. And I didn't mind it back when I was young. Lulu? Maybe? I have no idea. I can see it. Yeah. Because one of my friends always carried it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Paxson was fun. But I also never thought that I was like cool enough to be a surfer chick. And also, we are in landlocked land. Oh, yeah. I was a snowboarder boy. Oh. He was a snowboarder. He said, I'm going to snowboard here. Da, 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 do, 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 do. Isn't this powder oh so fresh? Thank you. <laughs> that was the only time I would ever go into Pakistan was when I needed some, like, totally rod. I need, like, a hemp and puka shell necklace. Oh, my God. That was really going to, like, <gasps> my scarf rubbed the other one and, like, I just can't. I forgot about those. How? I hated them even when they were in vogue. Like, I never wore one, ever. Oh, man, I even had friends who, like, learned how to make them. Yes, me too. Mm -hmm. It was, like, a thing. Oh, for sure. That, okay, so if any of my kids show up with one of those, that's the day that I will check myself into the nursing home because I am ancient. Hun. I mean, bell bottoms are back for a third time now. Have you seen that? In the '60s, it happened. Then, when I was in middle school, it happened. And then, oh, I back remember it happening again. when we were in middle school. Yeah, because I wanted them desperately, and my parents were like, "No, no, 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 no." We also, did that when we were your age. We're not going to let you do that. <laughs> no, and living where we live, the bottoms of those things, they get, get so disgusting. So disgusting, yeah. I mean, any kind of precipitation. Oh, yeah. Although, do you remember we used to wear our jeans extra long and then just like walk on the bottom of them yeah. with our heels until they wore away? And that was like the look. And then, do you remember like a few years ago? I don't know why, but like ladies' jeans have like the cut. So, like the front part. Is like frayed and kind of yes. It's a weird look. I still see it sometimes. Like across the thigh. No, 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 no. Like above the ankle. They're still like skinny jeans, but they're, oh, but they're frayed. Intentionally frayed. Yeah. But just like so that in they're the not front, skinny. And the back is a little bit longer. Yes. It's like we used to do that shit. I I remember buying it a pair so of jeans. Not great, in my opinion. Oh no! But they look hella expensive. Uh yeah. I remember the first time that the really worn, like, holy, ratty, falling apart jeans Mm -hmm. was a thing. And my parents were like, we're not buying you jeans with holes in them. Yes. We're poor. We need your clothes to last. So they bought me. You need to be able to wear them every season. Correct. So I took a pair of my jeans out to our barn because we lived, like, just outside of this very small town. And so we had this big old barn. And (laughs) I took... Um, like really high um coarseness. I don't know. 
sandpaper. Oh, sure. And like went to fucking town. Oh, yeah. I think people did that with their ball caps. They would take the the bills, like the edge of the bill, and run it against like the curb of the street. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that to make Uh it look worn. Yeah. Or take a pumice stone to shit. God forbid we own things that look new. Yeah. Like why... Was that like a oh. vestige of like the grunge look from I the 90s think maybe? so, yeah. And then um, when I worked at a retail store that you did in the warehouse. Yeah. In the back room, they would actually have like like little desk top organizer buckets filled with different kinds of soapstone and pumice stone so that if somebody came in and they're like, these aren't nearly as distressed as those ones, but like, this is my size and those aren't. So you're like, oh, you know what? Let me go see if I can find a pair in the back. So we would take their jeans to the back and we would just take a pumice stone. Are you kidding me? No. I hate And then they would usually this. like buy them anyway. I hate everything about this. I, capitalism, my dude. It wasn't me that brought it up. Nope. For once. Why no? <laughs> oh, I even said it last night to somebody I was talking to. It was this friend who's like, he was asking me, you know, um, about the state of the world and, you know, just like conversation. And <laughs> I'm like, and I even said capitalism. Yuck. And I just like... <laughs> The inner Jacob within me came flooding out, and I couldn't help it. It was very funny. (laughs) Yeah. Capitalism is really bad. Like, it is hurting us, all of us. Read My Grandmother's Hands. Capitalism contributes to racism and all kinds of problems that we are experiencing. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... Did we talk about how is it Johnson and Johnson that makes baby powder? Yeah. So they're talc. Talc. T A L C. Yes. Talc. When you harvest talc or mine talc, talc usually them. around it is is it asbestos? What? Is around it like they like they like form together? They grow around each other? I thought asbestos was like a fully man-made thing. It's some. It's a carcinogenic thing, huh. and they knew that there was a possibility that some of that was getting into their baby powder. Oh no! So and like this, there have been multiple lawsuits over decades, and they keep selling their product without changing it. They have done tests. They faked their own in-house tests to be like, of no, there's there's no. Just like the tobacco companies mm-hmm. 30, 40 years ago were saying that smoking and was good for you. During these lawsuits to try to save face and to continue to sell their product, they would go into poorer, mostly black communities. Oh, my God. And give out free samples or share, you know, like how this product can be so helpful so that the poorer black communities would go and purchase their product while other people who had the means to, you know, have the information that, hey, this lawsuit is going on and not buy a carcinogenic, carcinogenic, you know, product. They were still selling it to people like going out on. It's evil. Horrifying. I forget. I'm going to have to figure out where it's absolutely horrifying and it goes on and on and on and on and on 
about more of their products too. Yeah. So Johnson Johnson, their baby powder. No. I mean, I think a few years ago, there was even a lawsuit that they were putting up on TV, like, especially for women who might have used that down in their nether regions. Right. That it was giving people cancer. Fuck. Mm hmm. And people were dying. And then babies were getting ill. Ugh. Yeah. So I'll try to find that. Yeah, please so do. So we can link it. And then just, oh, God, it's. So anyway, so, there you are, you know. Y'all, I'm sure some of you are tired of me harping about how bad capitalism is. But truly, it harms all of us at the end of the day. Our health and lifestyles are put far below making money for corporations. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way this is. All right, let's move on from that because this is not an anti-capitalism podcast. Yes, it is. <laughs> Become friends with anarchy. That's what next week's episode is going to be. <laughs> oh my God, can we do that as like a parody episode? Because that would be hilarious. I mean, April Fool's is coming up soon. Who of our friends is like politically minded that we could invite in to be like the personification okay. of like anarchy or capitalism or something like that. Like who do we know that could just stand in and pretend that they are the embodiment of that system? Oh my God. I w- don't even know what I would do with that, but I think it sounds really hilarious. I think Jennifer's, yeah, don't you? Uh, yes. Like a lot. <laughs> I can just see him going on a riff oh my too, God, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so let's talk to him. Yep. And mm-hmm. Okay. Tremendous. <laughs> really excited about that. I am too. Um, Do we have any more questions or is it break time? I'm done. Me too. Yeah. What was the other? Or a bookstore. You can make $20 at a bookstore go pretty far. A used bookstore. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like that oh. one that we visited when we went yes. to go see your daddo. Yeah. And mama. <gasps> Speaking of which, we went back to that bookstore the last time I was there. Oh, yeah. And I had flown this time instead of driving. Well, that's right. So you can't bring nearly as much back with you? I brought more books back than when we drove. Wow. I got really creative in how I packed my suitcase. I can only imagine. <laughs> my backpack, my carry-on was like so fucking heavy. <laughs> heavy so with knowledge. Heavy with knowledge. Some of which we will be sharing in future episodes because I got this gigantic book of, it's literally called the Book of Friendship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it so fucking much. I can't wait to share it with you guys. That would be great. Do you want to take a guess? 1922. Picture it. Sicily. <laughs> Actually, 24 right Damn now. Damn it. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> Neither of us had our glasses on. No. <laughs> my glasses. Okay. So two weekends too. ago, yeah. I broke my good pair of glasses. Oh. I still have the bruise. On my bri- on the bridge of my nose. Like, I honestly don't know how it happened. Like, the bridge of my... I had a child n- sit on mine. I remember that. Yeah. Or I remember hearing about that. Like, I don't know what happened. They were fine. And then, like, I got smacked. Not in a fight. Nothing like that. I sure. got bonked. Sex stuff. Well, no. 
Oh. Wow, this story is getting more boring by the second. Uh, there were strippers and cocaine and flying pink elephants. I was living Dumbo. <laughs> that trippy scene in the Dumbo movie. I, I fell heard, into... Yeah, I heard they were going to do a live action one. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know you got the gig. I stumbled into it and literally stumbled. Just call you Stumbledore. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so I literally don't know. I got bonked on the nose and somehow the that broke the earpiece. Oh, balls. And so I've had to wear these glasses, which are very fashionable, but they're only good for about two hours at a time before yes. my head starts getting squeezed like a pimple. Oh, goodness. No bueno. Anyway, so yeah, we're both just talking at blurry objects that I hope I'm looking at you, but I don't know. Oh, no, hun, that's the ring light. I thought you were just staring off into space for... I'm over here. <laughs> over here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. My bad. Sorry. It's all right. It makes more sense now. Okay, cool. <laughs> bye. I mean, we'll be back, though. <laughs> Not actually. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Slam it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ready, Freddy, Jan, go. I can't tell if my mic is syncing or not. It does not look to be, no. Okay. Okay. Now you're tempting fate. Don't mess with it. Uh, I just wanted it closer and higher. Isn't that what we all want? To be closer to God and higher to heaven? Wait. Sure. That's adorable. I don't know what that means. Oh, that was cute, though. <laughs> Made me think of, like, the higher the hair, the closer to God. That's Dolly exactly. Parton. Yes, yeah. that's what I was thinking, okay. like, trying to get to. Girl, you were almost there. I was almost you there. You were almost there. <laughs> it was quite the surprise that you were almost there. Heck. I know. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking about. It is indeed. One surpresa. A surprise. I love in, um, oh my God, what's the name of the movie? Miranda Priestly, The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Where, like, they're having a very serious conversation, Andy and Miranda. And Miranda goes, surprise. <laughs> like, why are you suddenly speaking in French, Meryl Streep? It does not fit the mood. But okay. <laughs> you don't tell Meryl Streep what the mood is. Meryl Streep is the mood. <laughs> okay, that's correct. Get it right or pay the price. I'm sorry. I know you have to take three fingers now. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky for you, my cleaver's upstairs. Thank God. Don't tell Miranda. Leave I mean, it to Cleaver. <laughs> it's bad. Bad jokes. <laughs> bad jokes all around. I mean... Does stabbing myself in the palm count? I mean, an accident is certainly a surprise. It sure was. He, he, let's I tell was, the people. I, we did in the last episode. Did we? Yeah. Balls. I had to add a content warning because... Oh, that's right. Right? Yeah. So you've had your stitches out, PS, by yes, the way. Yes, I have. I've had my stitches out, and now I just have this weird fleshy bump. Bio oil that shit. I have been. Okay. Yeah. Um... I kind of, so I've never had sutures before for mm -hmm. a wound, like, ever. Oh, so you've had sutures for non-wounds? Well, like, for a surgery, but those were usually, like, That's the dissolvable wound, kind. Babe. No, but those were, like, the dissolvable oh, kind. These okay. were the kind that I, like... Must be removed. Yes. Okay. And a Which couple... Which interesting. Right? Some of my friends give me shit for, like, not just taking them out myself, and I'm like, I... how? Like, 
gross. No, that's not. Also, have you met me? Absolutely not. <laughs> I would just I, I would open totally up a do new that. wound. Oh my God, Jake, no. <laughs> I, that's when, okay. Yep. You guys barely let me cut peppers last weekend. Listen, I I told them the plastic butter knives are underneath the sink <laughs> and they wouldn't even go for that. I, I, do, I literally did not trust myself to remove my own suture. So I, there it goes. So I went to my, I tried to follow it. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. No, that was Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so I went to my primary care physician. And he, uh, anyway, that's not the point. What was the point? We're talking about surprises. Sutures, uh, knives. I'm not allowed to remove my own sutures. You didn't want to. I didn't want to, but I'm also not allowed to because I would probably screw it up. That's no, I had... I had a joke that I was getting to, and then I got sidetracked, and then my mic fell, and now it was now. Oh. Welcome to now. So you mentioned they wouldn't allow you to cut vegetables. Who's they? My dearest, sweetest friends from Chicago. That's right. Two of the three. Whoop. Because the third is too good for me. Won't come to visit me. Scott. I mean you. Oh, that's surprise. <laughs> Talking about you, Scotty boy. I mean, there was that one episode that we said his name like 69 times. Oh, yeah. And he liked it. And he Noice. did. <laughs> 69 <laughs> times. Oh. <laughs> Scott, we made a 69 joke with your name. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. So I want you to tell the story because I just went into full-blown panic mode. Oh, it was a... I want to hear the story from like how it was planned to the execution. Sure. Okay. So I was, picture this, lying, Sicily. On, <laughs> lying on my sofa in the sunroom, drinking vodka and tea because I wanted warmth and I ran out of whiskey. Oh, probably like 11.45 at night, I received a little buzz, buzz because I don't have my ringer on because that's for weirdos. <laughs> And I look, and it's from RB, and I go, oh, hell yes. By RB, she means our, O-U-R-B. Oh, yeah, not, not RB's RB. like the sandwich. Yeah. Although, girls got the meats. She brought them with her. Deep dish Chicago pizzas. Uh, I, I saw know. that in your deep freeze. She fucking told me she didn't bring any pizzas, and then I went to put my own like special pizza in the freezer. Yeah. That lying bitch. Well, because she <laughs> couldn't find any that would be for you. I know, but she didn't have to lie. <laughs> But she did, so deal with it. <laughs> so anyway, she texted me and she was like, hey, I just really like, I got this thing. I hope you can help me out. I'm like, okay, yeah, what's up? I just like really want to surprise Jacob. Yeah, let's do it. When do you think I should do it? I don't know. I'm, I'm planning a plant party on the 11th. Okay. So then, you know, a few days. That was probably like a month in advance, I think. And then we just gently kept checking in with each other, like, hey, I'm going to get my schedule at this time. I'll see if I can get it off. And then, hey, because, you know, flight attendant. Right. She's able to, you know, use that buddy hookup system. Mm -hmm. Except for where we live, that airline didn't have anything nope. here. But nonetheless, <laughs> she made, it, made work. it work. And not just her, but also our dear Richard. He uh, 
was able to join as well. So I've been texting like this is leading up to Saturday the 11th and they got in on the Friday before, which would be the 10th because math. Good job. Thank you. I even used my finger to count backwards. (laughs) And (laughs) so they flew in and I went and I picked them up and blessed them. Uh, I dropped them off here. And we were kind of debating because like originally for the houseplant party, the original plan was when you got here to help me out on Saturday, I was going to say, hey, I could really use your help in moving some of the houseplants from the spare room out here. Which we had talked about. In yeah. advance. And the spear plants I was going to need help moving was going to be Richard and B. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? <laughs> They're humans, not plants. No, but she was going to make a little headdress thing that she would put her face in <laughs> to look like a flower. Oh, my God. I know. She's like, I'm going to go to Joanne's and see if I can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> but since they came in on Friday, we were sitting there and I'm just like, we couldn't wait a whole other day. Well, I was confused on Friday because like I had had a whole freaking day and on Thursday after we recorded, I thought we had agreed to like do a gentle hangout Friday and definitely go get groceries and stuff on Saturday. No, I said you said, Can I come over on Friday and help you with anything? And oh, I went, that's the only what it thing was. that's left on my list is like household cleaning chores that are literally like it's a one person job. And if somebody else tries to do them, I'm going to be mad about it. Yep. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. And then we would go get groceries on Saturday. Saturday. Yes. So instead, I texted you and just like, hey, do you want to go shopping this afternoon? And I was like, yeah, I should be done with this thing at four. I believe your exact quotes were girl dot. The only thing I have is I'm going to have a face wine with B at seven, seven o'clock. And I went, okay, great. Face wine is what B and I call FaceTiming while we drink wine. Perfect. In case you couldn't you know, put that together. Put that together. Now you know. Now you know. So we're all sitting in my living room at this point giggling like children. Not me, though. No, not you. You're doing whatever the fuck you were doing. And I had to go back to I was to getting work. my professional photographs of my cat. That's right. Oh, my. We have to put that on Patreon. After I get the rest of them, yes. Okay, perfect. So I had to go back to work. And <laughs> after you pick them up yeah okay i dropped them off at my house and i was like make yourselves comfortable whatever and they're like well let's like do you have like a chore list or whatever and i went well if you get really bored you could vacuum and steam mop because that was on my list anyway mm-hmm. well then they kept giving me shit the entire time that they were here like mom made us do chores <laughs> i don't know why y'all call me mom i, don't I mean it's fucking either. delightful don't get me wrong i really do like it we took shifts being the mom well later on yes so anyway oh I, you're right yeah making this a very long story i love it okay good uh so i come back from work and you were going to be free in about a half an hour mm-hmm. so we were just kicked back and waiting b and richard were lounging on top of each other <laughs> On the sofa in our sitting room. I sound so rich. A sunroom and a sitting room. Two spaces with two sofas. The fuck? You are anyway. the epitome of wealth. <laughs> we have caviar to wipe your butt with if you'd like. Oh, no. That makes the problem worse. It does it? It's like gentle exfoliation. A little bit jelly. Continue. Anyway. <laughs> And you were coming over, and I was leaning against... Oh, I was 
in traffic. I was so mad because my thing oh, ended like 30 God. minutes early. Yeah. And I was trying so desperately to get down one street, take a right to your street. And it took for fucking ever. Yeah. So like, I forgot that you all are weird like this, where you all share your locations with each other via your cell phones. Yeah. I've it creeps shared, me the fuck out. I've shared my location with B since 2015. 15. And you all secretly spy on each other all the time is what I've learned. We check in. Sure. Check in. You say that, I say spy on each other secretly because you don't know when they're looking at your location. You obviously did not because both of them had you pulled up on their cell phones. Richard was like, oh, he's over across the street. There's next to a bank and I guess like a Sonic. And B was like, I bet he's going to take this, you know, like eight more minutes is what it says. I'm like, this is so strange. Y'all are so strange. After this, I'll explain why. Sure. Well, flight attendant mode, I'm assuming? Yeah, continue. But what's so smart, so they all know that they share their locations with each other. B truly had broken her phone. Like, her phone was broken. Right. And so she never turned her locations back on for Jacob. Which I did not notice because when I woke up that morning and went... I wonder where B's at today because flight attendant mode. Yeah. And then I got distracted and never actually looked. And if I had, I wouldn't have seen anything. No, because her phone was busted. Yep. And then Richard turned off the location on his two devices, but he left one of his devices at home with location on so that if you did check, you would see that he was sitting in his apartment in Chicago. Typically, when you turn off your uh, shared location, the other person gets a notification oh. like in your text message thread. It, you just you don't get like a, a an alert or anything. You just get that tiny little like. So in the iMessage. It's like a subline, basically. Yeah. You get like the iMessage like itty bitty thing. Oh, like, like a red receipt, but not. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Okay. Where it just says so and so has turned off or has ended sharing location with you. Huh. I don't know how I do know how he got around that. He turned his phone onto airplane mode, turned it off, and then turned airplane mode off. Because if you do that during out. airplane mode, the notification doesn't get sent. Sure. Wild. The things that you all the know. The things that we all figured out. Indeed. Sneaky, sneaky, attendance. sneaky, sneak. Snick a snack. Sneak a snack. Um, so they knew where you were when you were trying to drive to my house. And I was... And the, oh, they were so Enraged. perplexed because you, you went around the block because you like to park on the sidewalk, right? And it took me a hot minute to figure out why you went the long way instead of coming down my street. I thought I did come down your street. From the north to the south? No, you went around the block so that you could come up south to north. Oh, that was so I could get away from the school because I saw a bunch of fucking kids and I was like, absolutely yeah. not. Okay. All right. So anyway, they were really perturbed because then that added like four minutes onto your ETA. <laughs> then you finally roll up and it just so happened to work out that like my cat Reese was sitting on the table and I was leaning against the chair next to her and I had my phone out and then you walked in the door. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to take a picture of Reese. Hold on. And you apologize and she runs away. And then Richard. Yeah, she ran up to me and I yeah. was like, I'm so sorry I fucked up the picture your mom was taking of you. Obviously, I wasn't trying to take a picture. I was already recording. No, she recording. was filming me. Yeah. Without my consent. You're welcome. It's illegal in 17 states. Not ours. Uh, apparently. 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 
I went into my best friend's house and apparently I had to surprise visitors and apparently. So, yeah. So after Reese ran over, Richard, I don't even know what he said. I couldn't tell you because like I, I don't the remember. gasp that left your soul. You were so frightened. I you was. Jumped. I was like, that is not Justin's voice. Who? Where? Who is here? My, I remember that moment. I was like, that's not Justin. Who fucking what? Who the fuck is the man that's here? That's not Justin. Wow, that was, you looked amped, my dude. I was. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Yeah, and then they were both just like laying on the sofa on top of each other under Surprise! a blanket. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. And you hyperventilated gently, and it I was sure adorable. Did. And I cried. And then uh, Richard went, "I don't think we're gonna be wine timing tonight." Ha <laughs> ha. yep yeah and so when he said that my brain was like but i have plans i have plans i have to be (laughs) i have to be your plans (laughs) i know it took me like a solid 30 or 45 minutes to like alleviate my brain of like i don't actually have plans like i looked at the clock or at, at my phone and so it was like 6.45 as we were all sitting around the table playing cards. Yeah. And I was like, guys, I have plans. Oh, God. You They're are my here. plans. You're here. I need to be I need to be a palm tree, not an oak tree. I need to be flexible. It's a whole thing. Oh. It's about mental rigidity. And it just, it was. It made me think of uh, Harry Potter wands. Oh, yeah. Uh, my Harry Potter you... wand is rigid unsurprised i have a u wand actually unsurprised it is a rigid wand that does not bend easily just like my brain (laughs) i get very stuck on things he is stuck on lots of things because lots of things get him stuck yep yes (laughs) oh my god it like legit when i heard richard's voice my first thought was, that's not Justin. Who the fuck is here? And it went into fight flight mode. And then I turned and looked around the corner because I couldn't see them from where I was oh. at the door. So I had to like step forward to look around that little curve. Oh, I didn't or the, realize like, that. that. Little, like, oh, no. When yeah. I looked, like I couldn't see them. Kind of alcove, yes. Couldn't see them. Just heard this disembodied male voice that was not your husband. I mean, definitely... You know, did, does not have a northern accent. No. And also, this is a voice that I hear, like, all the time. Like, we Snapchat, we FaceTime. Like, this is one of my dearest friends. And it scared the shit out of me. And then B was, like, in my memory, she was, like, covered by the blanket. But I don't think that's accurate. No. I think the blanket was just, like, up to her hoobies. But in my, like, the way I experienced that moment was I saw the quilt that you usually have on the back of your couch, and then there were two humans popping out of it, and I was very confused and very frightened, and then my brain finally (laughs) turned on and went, you know those humans. Those humans are your favorite humans. Oh, my God. And then I just hyperventilated, and I cried, and I just yelled, you're here. Yes. And it was overwhelming, and it was so fucking magical and beautiful and i was a little like three percent mad at you (laughs) that i had seen you the night before and you gave 
zero indication Dude, that there was anything afoot. Holding for all a of fucking that? month. Yeah, I was so surprised that no slip ups happened, to be honest. We had parties, we had podcasting, we had just best friend hangouts. Not a single. I had been on FaceTime with both of them. None of you gave a single indication. I truly was baffled. (laughs) Whenever B would like lead you astray or, you know, like further a lie, she would send me a screenshot and be like, he has no idea. That bitch. Because there was something that she had said to me in a text that I remember. Oh, no. I can't remember what she sent, but it was like a picture of something. And she's like, I, oh, no, that's what it was. She just had like said something like I just really can't wait till the next time I get to see you oh and I and that was like the day of or maybe the night before and I just sent like sad faces back and I was like I know I miss you so much like I need to come back to Chicago I miss you I miss you I miss you girl (laughs) <laughs> she fucking done knew that she was about to see me. She done already did has hers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Oh my god. I've never had a surprise party. I've never ever had a surprise so beautifully and perfectly. Um executed. You guys did an incredible job. And given the week that I was facing, it was the best thing that I ever could have imagined. On top of the plant party, which in and of itself is amazing and a tradition that we have to continue. Oh, yes. And Will, by the way, I didn't know the kind of week that you were facing because you just nonchalantly... Yeah. Super neglected to tell me, which I, I understand. I told you after we recorded last week, did I not? But that was, I mean, Jacob, that would have been one week out. I just had found out like the day before or two days before I told you. I found out on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. No, yesterday's shenanigans I found out about on Tuesday. Holy buckets. They All got right. me in super quickly. So fast. Okay. So when I tried to ask them, like, hey, Thursday doesn't work for me. Can we just bump it to the next day? And they said, you're, <laughs> you're, no. you're taking Thursday or you're waiting until May. Your pick. And I went, I will not be waiting until May. Thank you. Yes. So, no, I, that's. That's another surprise then, isn't it? What? The medical thing. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. another kind of surprise. That was a surprise. It was a surprise. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Yes. But I don't have the big C, and that is what matters. Yes. I maybe have the IBD. But that's, that's NBD. Manageable. No big Well deal. fucking done. Thanks. Well fucking done. Thank you. So quick. Some days. I already have such a restricted diet. God damn it. I'm kind of pissed for you, my darling. (laughs) I, okay, sorry, side note, and we can cut this if you want. I'm legitimately pissed at the dietary recommendations from the doctor because like, fuck you. That's already my diet. Right. When I tried to tell him that, he didn't want it. Like, 
he didn't want to listen to me and the knowledge that I was giving him. He kept, I couldn't even finish a full sentence. He just started talking over me. Are you kidding me? No. Because I tried to tell him about your already restricted diet and the choices that you make in the healthy ways that you do live. Right. And to. like those, like learning those facts would change what he's already made up in his mind. So he didn't want to hear it. That's what Fuck it felt him. like. That's what it fucking felt like, man. Thank you. God damn. I thank you Everybody so much for advocate. being there. Yes. yes. Always make sure that you have an advocate with you whenever you do anything medical. Because was I awake for that part? You were awake, but that's also when you I was had your Harvey like the, Milk quote moment. Oh God. I was still, so I was in, what do they call that? Like the, um, I think Scott said it was the twilight anesthesia where like you're technically out of the anesthesia, but you're not going to fucking remember it. Mm-hmm. When how you, your brain. Right. Your brain just. Through shit. Yeah, yeah. No. Thank you so much for trying to advocate for me for that. Because when yes. I read that recommendation, I went low glycemic. Thank you. That's the word. Low glycemic index with no fatty meats. Cool. I can't eat fatty meats. I only and eat chicken. If they would have fucking read everything that you told them before or listened to everything me that you were trying now, to say, they would go, oh. That's a fucking doctor's job because that adds more value of knowledge to your fucking breakdown of what you're looking at, my dude. Right. And I can tell you that this human doesn't half ass it because you looked at his whole ass. <laughs> I, yeah, um, it's fine. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> He got all up in there. All up in there. Oh, it makes me so angry to yeah, know. Thank I, you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for trying to tell him. Bring a notebook. Bring an advocate. And make sure that you stand up for yourself and ask the questions that you want to ask. You're paying that person. It is your body and your life. Make sure you have an advocate. Make sure that you feel heard. And make sure that you feel comfortable with the knowledge that you were given. Because all I could think about was how shoes were now called sweatpants. Oh, my God. Or that you were questioning if you even had a stomach. <laughs> do I even have a stomach? You were I, just surprised. How did I? Well, because the nurse asked, like, <laughs> how does your stomach feel? I have a stomach? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went, boo. Yeah. Yeah. Some days. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Well, that was a detour, and I'm going to leave it in. Gandalf is my dad. <laughs> he sleeps with one eye open. Just like I do, apparently. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Thank you yeah, so much. Of so, course, of course. A uh, brief continuation from somebody call 911, find your emergency contact. Oh, balls. Yes. Make sure that when you have, if you're like me and you're unmarried and you don't have family that lives super close by, Make sure you've got a super, super reliable and trustworthy and amazing friend who loves you, like Melissa, who is willing to go with you to those medical appointments and is also willing to say, these are the questions that they wrote down to ask you, the doctor. These are also my fucking questions for you. So thank you for doing that. Of course. And I will say, like, I've learned these skills and to not back down because I've sat through tons of family medical appointments and watched them be walked over. And if I weren't there to say something, nonetheless, especially when there are multiple doctors involved, their communication skills with each other is horrible. Terrible. Horrible. So um, even if you are married or whatnot, make sure that you have somebody 
who knows their shit. And it might be better to have an advocate that's not necessarily your significant other because your significant other might be so stressed and over emotional yes mm-hmm. about the situation that like their brain literally can't function quite right because they're well so worried should. about you correct so just make sure that you have somebody who can be a level-headed advocate for you whenever you do something like that um it's just a really great idea yep especially if you and like because mistakes happen all the time and if you have certain wishes about what happens uh, to or with your body or how procedures go mm-hmm. you want to make sure that those are adhered to right you need to make sure that you have an advocate with you right yes absolutely yeah stick to it like you're gonna pay these people so pay them for what you want and you're done. gonna pay them out the nose because if you're listening to us most likely you're listening in the u.s so yeah we all know the system is fucked and it's not that they're bad people, but no, they're no, like, that's their day to day. Yeah. They forget that sometimes things can be different or that individuals right. are individuals. <laughs> right. Like I said earlier, you're the doctor, not me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you. Don't yell at me for not coming in six months ago or a year ago. I didn't know any better because then, I've always been oh taught my God. to minimize things. Yes. And then he even said, well, I guess Mr. Dr. Sandman misdiagnosed himself. And I went, He how? said that? Yes, he fucking did. And I went, how? Because what you're telling me, it's just this thing. And that's exactly what he thought it was. So this doctor is quite the asshole to be true. I did not. I Baby, oh. you were you were the most gentle of woken up. You were pissed that we woke you up. That's how... In I was doing my work. duck face. Yes, your little pouty face that you do. It's kind of adorable. Well, thanks. You're just like a little child. You were like a little four-year-old. Like, No, I don't want to wake up. Correct. Um, Dr. Sandman misdiagnosed himself. That's what the fuck did I misdiagnose verbatim. myself with? I fucking put this off for a year and a half because I didn't think it was a big deal. And now you are going to scold me ahead of time uh-huh. for not coming in sooner. And now like, I've misdiagnosed myself. This human has. Fuck him. For real. Fuck him. You couldn't do right no matter what you did, according no. to this man's mind science. How did I? I didn't even self diagnose myself with anything. No, you didn't. You brought up what you had been experiencing and your experience and my, with that. My primary care physician said oh we got to get you in for this to get this checked out so like this guy is all like making up fucking stories in his head i don't fucking know dude what the fuck i know thank you for telling me that that makes me really angry the only point that he seemed like an actual human with any kind of any kind of human traits really was when i said that you and i had both clocked his dinosaur scrub cap and that we both enjoyed right, it. Yeah. Then he turned into a completely different person. He told us about a museum that we should go check out if we like dinosaurs. He sat there and talked about dinosaurs with us for five minutes and then left. Actually, he didn't talk with us. He talked at us about what we should do. Right. Yeah. Right. Fuck him. Dude, it was not great. I'm okay. Thank you for again. Thank you for telling me that because I'm. I was already displeased with how he treated me before the procedure. The nurses but to find phenomenal. Out, yeah. Oh, the nurses were amazing. Hell yeah, dude. Do you think we can get him for a discriminatory lawsuit because I'm gay? If you wanted to. I mean, he when you did 
quote Harvey Milk, he wanted to move so quickly past that. Oh, I remember statement. that. Yeah. I do remember him looking at me like, oh, panicked. God. Yeah. Panic, like, what? Harvey Milk. Oh, because there wasn't a gay pride flag on the way in? Like, my dude. I'm sorry. This is the non-religious hospital in town. Correct. So fuck Shove you. Shove it. And yeah, do you remember? He's and I asked, you know, like how long might this take? And he no, went, I don't well, it's that. I mean, it's between God and what I find or something. Oh my you god, know? yes, that's right. Like, okay, gross. You asked you asked how long the procedure would take, and he goes, Well, it's between God and me and how well he cleaned out. Something I don't even remember because as soon as no, he said it's I do between remember God that. and whatever, I just went. Oh, so you're comparing yourself to God, because that was my thought, too. I think he was just saying, like, in this situation, that's what the timeline depends upon, are these three. It was 16 minutes and four seconds. I told you it was real quick. He wrote it down. I told you it was very quick. Yeah. I'm so angry now. And that was the thing is, like, I was told between 45 minutes and four hours. Right. Me, too. I was just trying to figure out, like... How what do we I plan our be... whole day? Like, are you allowed to leave and go live like, your fucking life? Well, I did want to go, like, I truly did want to go check out the gift shop. And you didn't. And I'm very oh, mad no. at you and I'll never forgive you. Uh, darling, I didn't know how long. <laughs> and it was so fast. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I wanted to see if they have any butt stuff. I know. You told me like, that Like a ahead butt mug or something. How funny would that be? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A butt I mug? don't think hospitals sell those things. Why not? Oh, that's a Spencer's gift shit for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. So surprise, we're talking about butt stuff on this surprise, episode. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm tired. Well, we didn't even get to, like, other surprises. Oh. I I had a medical <laughs> okay. procedure yesterday. I'm... All right. Yeah, you know what? Because if we do get into other stuff, this might get lengthy. What time is it? What are we at? Put Put your glasses glasses on. Yeah, put my glasses down. This is small font. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. (gasps) I wish I had that on camera. It seemed really funny in my brain. It was really funny. I wish I had filmed that. That was (laughs) incredible. That was was a surprise. I did an armpit fart motion while I belched in it. Like, my being feels settled from that fun. It was good. I watched it happen like it was in slow motion, and I am legitimately surprised. (laughs) Good. Uh, Uh, So you can surprise your friends. You can surprise your friends with armpit burps. Uh, If you're a doctor, don't be a fucking dick. That's a surprise. Yeah. Everything I read online about this doctor glowing reviews imagine that so it was a surprise that he was such a fucking asshole wow you're taking it a little too far boobala <laughs> a little know. too far okay fine. i'm not here to tell you how your experience was but that's a bit <sighs> well, i wasn't there either <laughs> <laughs> physically yeah everything else lee nah no nah, nah. no like come on dude that's Aren't you know gandalf is my dad Oh, so was he mad that they had to tape my left eye shut? Nah, dude, the anesthesiologist was like... He was A delight. He was wonderful. Also, uh, you, I think you were like a a bit of a challenge for him, and I think he liked it. Like, that you weren't just like the status quo. P.S. by the way, our boy is twitchy. 
<laughs> and apparently can't ever fully relax because they had to tape his goddamn motherfucking eye shut because he just would not sleep with both eyes closed. I don't trust you, motherfuckers. You sure as shit didn't. They literally surgically taped your fucking <laughs> eye shut. When they rolled you back in, I'm like, what happened? And the oh, no. The you were there and saw it? When they rolled you back in, they still had the tape on. But I didn't realize that you were, like, there for that moment. When they rolled you in, yeah. Because it was so much faster than I was expecting four oh hours. God. So you just sat in that little tiny room yeah, for the 15 well, minutes? Oh, I, Melissa. It was 45 minutes by the time that you got rolled back in. Oh, because the doctor the was probably scolding itself, me unconsciously. Well, because they got, I mean, there's so much that happens besides, like, the procedure, what the doctor wrote down is probably literally just what he did. Oh. There's the anesthesia, anesthetic part. Then oh, there's, and like, I the was prep. twitchy and I was mm-hmm. annoying. And then there's uh, I was the extra. aftermath. And then you get rolled back in to okay. your recovery room. Okay. So it is longer time. So the procedure itself could have been just those 16 minutes or whatever you said. I legit thought like as soon as I went, honk shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard. I was like, okay, I've never paid it. I've had so many like legit surgeries before. I've done anesthesia before, like probably three times in my adulthood. And I've never actually taken the time to pay attention to what it feels like. So I'm going to pay attention. So I was doing my best to be really like mindful and attuned to my body and what I was experiencing as the anesthesiologist. so quick. It was, but being aware of it may have contributed to the problem. I don't know. Because I was, say? I I felt the fluid like mm-hmm. go through my IV and enter my arm, and the anesthesiologist was like, "All right, now count backwards from 10. I was like, "I've heard this before. I'm not gonna do that." So I didn't count. I just laid there and was like, "Hmm, what sensations am I feeling in my body?" Oh, well, honey, they use that for themselves to to kind of follow along with. Oh your no, body. I know, I know, I know. Okay, but, but I was fighting it. <laughs> damn it jacob like maybe God damn it what are you gonna do like superhero mind power hulk your way through this procedure no 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 i just okay. i wanted to like have a memory of like what it's like to go under anesthesia because uh-huh. every other time i've done it i just i'm like okay nine uh, nothing yes. but this time this it's time me. hi maybe i'm this the problem time. it's me oh all right <laughs> I was going straight up old school show tunes. No, I was trying to come up with that when I was like, no, I'm fighting it. Okay. I'm, I'm the anti-hero. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, you sweet thing. Yeah. Because really, and so I, I remember laying there very awkwardly on my side with my arm out and I'm like, this is not how I would sleep on a couch. Why did the doctor tell, tell me to lay like I would sleep on a couch? Because this is not how I sleep on a couch. No, nah, dude. Okay, wow, my vision is getting really watery. It's like I'm seeing the nurses moving around me, like my eyes are running in circles. It's very watery. Okay, what am I feeling in my body? Huh, I can't really feel my toes anymore. I don't think I could move my arms if I wanted to. Gosh, I don't think I could even speak if I wanted to. It's a really good thing that they have this oxygen mask over my face. Gosh, this actually feels really nice. I hope I can remember that's the last thing I remember thinking is like okay. just 
wow, this is, I'm really glad I'm paying attention to this. Hearing it that way, I don't believe that it would contribute to the issue. That actually sounds like you were bringing some semblance of understanding, I mean, in a gentle sense of control. Yeah. To a situation. They kept yelling at me that my blood pressure was high. No fucking shit. That was also not great. Like, you literally just got naked and into a hospital bed, like, oh, this shit is real. You know, like, duh, yeah. your fucking vitals are going to be whacked. My stepmom is a nurse. My bonus mom, who we love and adore, she sent me a blood pressure cuff like three or four years ago. Oh, gosh, and I yeah. use it regularly. Like, I know my blood pressure is... It's fine. Fine. Like, yeah. it's really good. But when we were there, it was definitely not. I wonder why. When the first nurse was like... Are you nervous? Who the fuck wouldn't be? And I was like, I couldn't tell if she was joking. I don't think she was, babe. I don't think she was no, either. She like wasn't. she was kind of like, your blood pressure is high. Are you nervous? Like, duh. Fucking yes, I am. Yeah, that was that was the most unintelligent question I've heard in a very long time in a situation as such. And then we had the second nurse come in who went a delight. Oh, I loved her. She was Jody, Joji, Jody. Okay, Jody with an I. Yeah, because I really focused on her name tag. Like as she was doing my IV, like looking at you, looking at the name tag, looking at mm-hmm. you. And I looked at the IV and went, "I think I must have like gone pale because you reached she... your, you grabbed my hand mm-hmm. at that point." Yeah, so she didn't move quick enough, and your IV was doing what it does. It allows a port, and blood came out. Because she didn't move quick enough. You saw it, your eyes rolled back in your head and you laid it down, your head down. I did not see the blood. Your eyes rolled back in your head, babe. Huh. And that's when I grabbed your hand. Well, because I, like, I tried to look because she said, oh, I'm not doing this fast enough. And I uh-huh. was like, I'm curious what's happening. And I went, oh, God. Oh, okay. Like, I was fully conscious of that. Like, okay. I looked and went, ooh, I shouldn't have looked. Okay, bless. I and didn't that's, know. That's when you grabbed my hand and I was like, that's my best fucking friend. Yeah. She knows I don't like things in my body that yeah. are not supposed to be there. React. So, when you got wheeled back in and you had tape on your eye, I freaked out gently. I just, on just one what? eye. Which yeah. is even more confusing. Well, because apparently you're not the only one who this has happened to. And really? if they don't tape it down and they just leave it open against the pillow, you can scratch your cornea. Yeah. Ew. Well, so they taped your eye fucking shit. I'm very grateful they did. And then when they, so I was worried until they told me that story and the anesthesiologist was, you know, having fun with it. Um, and I went, <laughs> just knowing, <laughs> just knowing this man. If he wakes up and that is on his eye, his anxiety is going to go through the fucking roof. So if somebody could remove <laughs> it now, that would be great. Oh, my God. You're fucking right. If I opened one eye and went, oh, oh, I, I oh, Why is oh. my eyeball broken? Yeah. I went in for butt stuff. Why is my <laughs> eye broken? Yeah. Did you go too far up? In this, I mean, the other, this would be the third nurse that was around uh, she, was her name Megan? Yes. She's yes. the one that called me. And I was like, Good. I don't fucking know you. But she talked oh, to me yeah. like she knew me. She's the one who helped wake you up. So she, <laughs> she's just like, oh, yes, we certainly can. And girl just got the fuck after it. And then when she removed it kind of quick like a wax strip, yeah. you you made a face. And she went, oh, he felt that. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, am I missing eyelashes? My no. eyelashes are very long and right. I've worked my whole life to grow them. You're quite attached to them, I know. Um <laughs> So yeah, so that's what happened there. Um fuck, why did I want to bring it back to this? Megan, she was great. Eyeballs. Yeah. That's why it's important to have an advocate with you at all times. Also, surprise, um, we're doing another medical episode, and I just had the inspiration, hey, I had a colonoscopy done. There you are. And even though um, current standard operating procedures are to get a colonoscopy when you're 45, if you have a family history of colon cancer Mm -hmm. get that shit done starting when you're 35 and was it as bad as people led you to believe not at all there we are surprise you heard it from some really honest friends folks okay if you have a family history of any kind yes or any kind of bleeding from your bum take it seriously so that you don't get yelled at by a doctor with a fucking dinosaur scrub cap it's not normal. It's not healthy. Don't minimize it. Your body is important and you are important. Mm-hmm. If if those things are caused by a polyp. And they are so normal. You would be oh, surprised. Oh, yeah. They're super How normal. many fucking people experience this kind of stuff? All the time. Yep. So That's why there's doctors for it. A colonoscopy is fine. It's the the prep is uncomfortable but the rest of it is fine but please truly take care of yourself yes. be friends with yourselves and and really get screened for these kinds of things because colon cancer is really rapidly growing in in um commonality Younger. that's why they dropped the age by 5 years and it, right yes just if you have concerns talk to your doctor and if needed do the colonoscopy don't be afraid you'll get through it it's worth it because colon uh col- colon col- cancer colorectal cancer thank you colorectal cancer is one of the most preventable cancers because if they find a polyp a polyp could become cancerous but they can remove it before it becomes cancerous it's so preventable please take care of yourselves yeah it's surprise also just fun to say butt stuff surprise we're talking about butt stuff butt stuff if i keep saying surprise does this continue the theme surprise surprise <laughs> yeah honestly i am glad that we talked about this so mm-hmm. openly and thank you for it should be normalized yes it's a fucking it help. absolutely it's should like when you go to the doctor because you got like fucking covid you know or think that you might you go to get checked because if you do, it could be a little bit bigger of an issue, right? Right. Same fucking thing. Same fucking thing. There, please. Uh, no, no. There's no shame. No There's more no shame. Embarrassment. Yeah. Just get your butt checked out if you're yeah. having you, butt problems. Do you want to be embarrassed or do you want to die? Yeah. Yeah. What's worth more? I would vote that every single one of our listeners their life is worth more than some embarrassment yep i will even perceived embarrassment perceived they're doctors they're gonna be jerks to you and your butt is not gonna be the worst one they've seen that day correct your boy got a perfect score the best boy in the or he asked three different fucking times what his (laughs) score was if his butt 
if his colon was as clean as it needed to be, he asked three different times. And then I also checked after I had regained full awareness and yeah. taken a nap at home. The and I looked at the paper. The pride that you have for this is I am just, so fucking proud. I know. And it's not a joke. Like, you are sincerely so proud I of yourself. I am. And I get it. Like, okay. I was so nervous that my my cold wouldn't be clean enough. Right. Well, because it is important to have it's, that. Yeah. It, right. Like, any kind of detritus can impede finding a polyp or a, a that malignant. That means yucky stuff. The things that come out of your colon, I'm saying detritus instead of the other word. Because this is a classy podcast. God was, damn it. I was it. trying to make a pun in my head. Yeah. Detritus. <laughs> come at us. Don't try us. I was going to um, go with don't try us, but I don't know where to go from there. And then the next thing that was in my head is like a donut tri- triceratops. And that didn't quite work well. So, you know. <laughs> I think I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Surprise, we great. talked about butt stuff. <laughs> the more you know. What do we get to call this one? Oh, surprise. Surprise it's butt friends. stuff. It's friendship. <laughs> surprise. It's friendship. Surprise. Better than surprise you're pregnant. Just uh, saying. The gays can't get pregnant, but God bless us, we keep trying. That's the quote that he said out loud to his doctor. R.I.P. Harvey he Milk. Was, the doctor was going through like reasons for hemorrhoids, right? And he mentioned someone that he went, and pregnancy can be one too, but I don't think we have to worry about that in this situation. And that's when your drugged little mind, your eyebrows perked first, and then you didn't really open up your eyes. You tried to crack them, but you leaned forward off of your pillow and quoted Harvey Milk, <laughs> just like that. And then you laid back down. And just zonked. Because I was so proud of myself. I just went, oh, I remember the doctor looking at me. And in my brain, I went, Harvey Milk? You don't know Harvey Milk? Did I not say that part? No, you didn't. Oh, in my my drugged out brain, my anesthesia brain, I fully was like, I see that judgy look you're giving me. I mean, Harvey Milk, learn your history. Yeah, thankfully you didn't get all that (laughs) sass out. It was... He deserved it. Well, he was an asshole because he works with assholes. You are what you work with. Nope. Nope. Want to retract that right away. Because, you know, I obviously went, you are what you eat. And I went, that would change a lot of people's <laughs> perception on the porn industry. <laughs> okay, it's time to be done. Now I'm thinking about it, yo. Hey, <laughs> if you want to bring us a different topic so that we just don't think about this... Or if you want to talk about more butt stuff, let us know by emailing us at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. We're really bad about it, but sometimes we post on Instagram at bfhpod. And do we do Twitter? No, we deleted that. We deleted it, so never fucking mind. But you know what we'd really appreciate? But. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'd really appreciate a rating, a review, or a subscription. And you can also find us on Patreon. Sometimes we put out some extras and they're funny. And also we make some stuff and things. And if you want to see a really drugged up Marco Polo that I tried sending to my father. Oh my God, will you? I'm going to figure out how to. I would still like to see that. I'm going to figure out how to save it. I don't know how, but I I know there's a way. That's going to be a Patreon content. Bless. It's not as good as David goes to the dentist from 20. 
12. Also, I was t- specifically told I could not record you. I know. Which I I don't think I would have anyway. I know you wouldn't. I have. was. It's better concerned. to hear you tell me the stories. And what's funny is like when you ask little things, like another little blip of like, oh, he really has no idea. So no, I, I have tell you no more. idea. And I realized just how funny the situation is now that I can look back on it. Right. Yeah. Now that we now know that for sure it. it's not the big C. Like, yep. So funny. So fucking funny. Um, Patreon.com slash best friendhood. You got it. All right. We love you. We love you. We love you. Also, though, I have to tell you, now my bladder is so small that I'm forgetting that, like, I I know how to end it. But, like. My brain just wants it to be done. Hi, welcome right. to how I feel before every break. I'm just going to draw intense. this out. Yeah, I know. This is intense. Yeah. It, is no, this we a are... circus? Because this is intense. Damn um, it. I was going to say we're not camping. We're in your basement. But you should have been fasting, my bro. All right. There is one thing that we need you to remember. Wow. I can't even say words because I have to be so bad. Remember that you are loved. And you are worth being loved. Okay. If I can love you, bye. Love you, bye. That's how I end it.